Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Banwart. This is the podcast where we're going to learn how to take control of your health and wellness through fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Today, I'm going to be talking with Caitlin about strategies for eating healthier amidst a busy lifestyle. So in today's high-speed world, we know that with our busy lifestyles, healthy eating can be extremely challenging. And it's all about having a detailed plan, making mindful decisions, because that will make your tasks surprisingly more manageable. But the question is, is how do we actually attack this step by step? So this is kind of an overview of what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about meal prepping. We're going to talk about strategic grocery shopping, leveraging kitchen gadgets, and paying for convenience. And that's one of my favorite ones that I think is often overlooked. So Caitlin, do you want to hop in and tell me a bit about, let's start with meal prepping. Do you want to get right into that? Sure. So I think meal prepping um, for a lot of people is, it's it's a lot to take on. Um, They try to meal prep uh, for too many days. I think just meal prepping um, starts with uh, planning one or two days out, um, maybe even three, and kind of going from there. When you take on too much in the beginning, it's very overwhelming. Um, So I find for us especially, we don't like eating leftovers very much. We don't like eating cold food. So we prep maybe for one or two days. And then from there, we we keep going. Right. I really like that. And I like what you mentioned about that not trying to take on too much at first. And I think one thing that really helped me when I first started doing this, even before we were dating, was that I would prep only proteins. That's it. I would just have a bunch of chicken cooked. And then that would set me up for success for at least a day or two. And then you know, I would just kind of go from there. Yeah, I think we almost still kind of do that. We definitely prep our proteins and we don't like uh, cold vegetables specifically. I always like uh, to eat my vegetables fresh. So that's something we prep uh, daily uh, versus few days out. Right. Um, one thing that we do do every once in a while is batch cook. So we kind of cook like a bunch of like, for example, chicken, Mm -hmm. chicken thighs is something that we batch cook a lot. We also batch cook sweet potatoes. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit more about how we batch cook? Um, Yeah, I mean, it does take some time. We have to set some time aside. Um, I feel like our batch cooking has gotten smaller because our family has gotten bigger. And so there's five of us. Exactly. (laughs) So I feel like we're trying to meal prep and then it only ends up being a day worth of food. Um, But when you do try to attack a batch cook, um, set aside some good amount of time, um, set out a few pans um, and then try to do everything, you know, in an hour or two. That way you get it all done. Have your Tupperware container laid out um, and ready to go and that kind of will set you up for a good successful meal prep solid and but I know a lot of people come to me and they're like snacks are actually the hardest part so do you want to talk about how we like to set ourselves up for success when it comes to snacking yeah I think unfortunately people need to um, have the mindset that snacks are going to be very consistent there isn't a big variety of snacks and i think that's the most disappointing thing that people find out is that for healthy if you want to go for healthy snacks there's very limited amount um so the only snacks that we really do is yogurt beef jerky um vegetables and a dip or um other than that like some some turkey and some like just raw proteins after that. But yeah, raw yeah, proteins. Yeah, that, that snacks is, is something that's very challenging for people to get over the fact that it's going to be boring, it's going to be simple, and there's only a few you can choose from. Exactly. There's a finite number of options, and so it gets kind of boring kind of fast. And that, that's where creativity kind of comes in. Let's kind of backtrack a little bit to batch cooking. Uh, what would you say are the easiest foods to batch cook for someone who's just starting out? 
Just the proteins. I think focusing on proteins, number one, would be the easiest because that's the first thing that we tell people to focus on, uh, calories, and then from there, protein, right? Hitting your protein number. So if you can just focus on those two things and by meal prepping just that one thing, you're already setting yourself up for success. And what proteins specifically do you find are the easiest to prep? Uh, Chicken, like ground turkey, um, ground beef. Uh, for me, it's I really just don't like reheating proteins, so those are pretty much all that I stick to. And then other than that, everything has to be made fresh. Yeah, yeah. I see. I don't mind reheating proteins, so I can kind of I don't mind that. Well, what would you choose then? Um, so my top would definitely be either ground bison, ground turkey, chicken. Uh, and I also think tuna is a good one because it's in a can and it's ready to go. Yeah, not fresh fish. Try to avoid that. Nobody wants to reheat it or smell it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's move on to our second one. Let's talk about strategic grocery shopping. So this is something that can come in really handy, especially in this day and age where we have like Instacart and Amazon Fresh. Um like with a little bit of strategy, your grocery shopping can definitely support your goal to eat healthier while also minimizing time in the store. So let's chat about online shopping first, actually. So do you want to give some feedback on that? Yeah, well, we use Instacart. Um, I love Instacart. I always find that when I'm really tight on the schedule, uh, man, it just really comes in handy. I know that there there is a fee with it. And like, are you really going to use it? I find that when I'm in a pinch, I'm so glad that I have it. So Instacart is definitely something uh, to invest in. I think it's funny. I, I told uh, my mom this, actually. Uh, we started talking to her about eating healthier. And when I told her all the different types of things that she would need uh, to eat, she was like, well, I have to, why do I have to go to so many different stores, you know, to get all these things? And I was like, yeah, unfortunately, if you want to shop smart and, and savvy as far as, you know, um, expenses go, yes, you are going to have to go to a few different places to get the best price and to get the variety that you want. I know for me, I go to um, Costco to do like our big bulk shop. Um, but after that, Whole Foods, I find, has the best breakfast um, foods. Sprouts has the best um, variety and proteins, the consistency overall. And then Trader Joe's has the best vegetables that I like, at least. And then um, like a regular grocery store like Albertsons or Vons, you'll find the best deals on any dairy products mm, um, interesting. And, and stuff like that. So I find after a while of, of shopping and buying the same things over and over again, I'll find the cheapest and the best quality at those stores. That's really helpful. I'm sure a lot of people wanted to hear like where we get our stuff from and yes. specifically what we get. So that was very helpful. Let's chat about our actual shopping list now. Let's, so it's always good to have an organized shopping list. I mean, you can always down one, download one online or just make one yourself, but let's kind of walk through that. I definitely advise to write your own grocery list out. You're more likely to stick to it, and you're more likely to not buy the things off the list, right? right 100%. I, whenever I go into a grocery store without a list, I buy a bunch of stuff that I don't need, and I don't get any of the things that I did need. So highly advise always writing down a list. Um, um, and then, you know, crossing those things off as you're going through the grocery store and stick to the list. Yeah. And if you guys need help forming your own grocery list, just give us a shout, shoot us a message. We'd love to help you out on that. Uh, friends, if you found value in our discussions about fitness, nutrition, and mindset, I do have a small request. Please share this podcast with someone that you know, also who also has a passion for these kind of topics. Maybe they're just starting out their fitness journey, or maybe they're even a seasoned pro who's looking for new insights. After all, we all learn, grow faster, and reach our goals when we do it together. So please click the share button now and inspire someone with the gift of knowledge and motivation. Thank you so much for your support. 
Let's move on to kitchen gadgets. Now, this one's very fun because we just got our air fryer, yes. and our air fryer is awesome. I can't believe we haven't got one earlier. In fact, you made me get rid of our old one, which made me sad. Yes. Oh, the air fryer. I, I Something I highly advise you all to invest in is an air fryer. You're an instant cook, an instant chef if you have an air fryer. If you feel like you struggle at cooking in the kitchen, meal prepping, anything, you need to invest in one. It's not even that expensive. $100 for a very, very good one on Amazon. You can get it tomorrow and start having you know really good prepped food. I can't tell you how much time Matt and I have saved. So much time. In the kitchen with the air fryer and... Our food comes out a lot more consistent. Um, we're more satisfied with it. It's I, so easy, too, because yes. you can just kind of, it's almost like a set it and forget it kind of thing. You can almost Absolutely. cook an entire meal in there depending on your timing. Yeah, your timing, you know, the size of how many people you're cooking for. I mean, we cook all of our kids' food and our food in the air fryer every day. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It is every day. I think the biggest game changer of the air fryer for me is definitely the vegetables because I would be preparing either like either a carb or a side dish with that with a protein. So I'd have three pans going all at once or I'd ha or you know maybe in the if it is in the oven it's taking forever so I have to like plan that out where the air fryer is much more efficient and faster. So it's definitely changed up the vegetables because you get that nice you know, mm -hmm. cooked all the way through. Yep. Sometimes you could even get it nice and crispy depending on the vegetable. Yeah, I mean, I just rec I just got my mom one for Mother's Day and um, because her biggest complaint was vegetables. And so I said, well, now no more excuses because you can just toss it in the air fryer and it comes out perfect almost every time unless you overcook it. <laughs> exactly, it's speed, convenience, and it's healthy. And, and you know, on, on, honestly, it's pretty cheap for what it oh, does. Oh, 100%. I thought air fryers were actually really expensive, but when I started looking for one, I was, you know, pleasantly surprised it wasn't actually that expensive and totally worth it if you're using it every day. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we do use the air fryer every day. <laughs> That's all. Uh, it's so convenient. We, we, we don't even use our oven anymore. No, um, yeah. So there are two other options. You have a slow cooker and an Instapot, but the only downfall of these two is that it takes significantly more prep. And if you don't have the motivation to do that, the air fryer is definitely the way to go. I don't think we're going to dig too deep even at all into the slow cooker or Instapots just because... We yeah, don't really air, use it. And also the air fryer is still kind of new. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like with the slow cookers and Instapots, like you need a recipe. Like it's like this whole, you know, process of adding in all the ingredients um, in order for it to come out good. I, I've never like winged it with an Instapot. I've definitely looked up recipes and followed through. But with the air fryer, it's just like you, you just toss it in. You can't really yeah. go wrong. Like season, season it, it. Throw it in. Yeah. I mean. It's that easy. <laughs> Oh, wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to number four. Um, this one I really like is pay for convenience. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm always a preacher about that. I specifically um, pay for convenience in the sense that I pay for pre-portioned out snacks. When I buy um, snacks at the store, I like to have those little, I want it individually packaged in little bags with like, if it's a hundred calories or whatnot, it's already portioned out for me and paying for that little convenience saves me time in the long run. Also, I don't, I tend to not overeat, right? Cause I just have one package instead of having an entire bag and most likely eating more than 
than one serving. Exactly. And I think a lot of people view convenience as a luxury when it can be a real critical component of managing a healthy diet amongst like you already have a busy schedule. So don't make it harder on you because like pre- like I find that the hardest part of making a meal at home is just the prep. Like once yes. it's cooking, it's fine. Yes. But the, it's all the prep leading up to it is what, and the shopping is what actually is time consuming. For sure. And I think, again, a lot of this is an investment. Why wouldn't you want to invest at least for a month or two? It doesn't have to be forever in just a little bit more convenience in order to hit your goal, your weight loss goal or, or whatever it is. Right. I'm not saying that you should do this forever, um, but paying for that little bit of convenience for one or two months, um, you know, while you're going really hard in the gym, you ha- you're motivated. It's worth it in the long run. Um, and I think people you know, have to change that mindset of of it's like, well, it's just going to cost more money or. It's, it's not, not going to cost it. that much more money. Exactly. Though. It's not, is it like, I mean, you can either waste your time or waste your money and you're saving. I mean, ultimately time is money. So you're saving that by just paying for a, l- a little bit extra. Right. And how badly do you want your goals? Like people tell us all the time, like, no, I really want it. And I'm like, how badly do you really want it? Because yeah. if you're not really willing to go a little bit extra, pay a little bit more, put in a little bit more time, then you're really not, don't want it that bad. Exactly. Like if you want to pay an extra dollar for this package of vegetables because it's convenient or go eat a cheeseburger at McDonald's, which one is the better choice or which one would right. you rather have? If I like, told you it's, this it's totally one, worth a dollar. Yeah. If I told you this one is going to help you lose five pounds in one month, wouldn't you pay for it now? Mm-hmm. But people don't see it that way, right? They just, they want the instant gratification. Whereas this is an investment to your health for a long run. Yeah. And going off the same line of paying for convenience, this is something that I think kind of goes against the mold, which is don't be afraid to pay to eat out because that saves you time. And as long as you make a good choice while eating out, you can actually still eat healthy and still oh, while gosh. still getting takeout and, and be about $10, $11 per meal. Absolutely. I mean, we could go on and on about this. I mean, I am... I am a huge person to say, like, spend the extra five to ten dollars to get a really good meal versus thinking to go the cheaper route and get a really poor quality meal that's, you know, probably soaked in fat, high in sodium. Like, and at the end, at, tell me not, like, you're always dissatisfied when you went the cheaper route for the for the takeout meal, right? Versus just paying a little bit more and having a really good one. Yeah, it's totally worth it because I mean, think of all the time you save shopping prepping, cooking, clean up. And if you just every once in a while pay for a healthy meal, 10, $11, and it keeps you on track for your goals. So be it because that frees you up to do other things. I mean, it's different if you're not busy, but I think we're all busy. Yes. So therefore it's okay to pay for convenience. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Let's chat about, um, staying hydrated. So we've, we've had a whole entire podcast on hydration, so let's not dig too deep into this, but let's talk about how hydration is crucial for when you are busy. I think, I think it's just because it's so easy when you're constantly on the go to forget to drink water. Oh, for sure. I've actually really tried to, um, make a conscious effort to drink more water, um, and, and actually stop and buy water when I'm out because I don't carry a water ball around. I know like a lot of people carry a hydro flask. I'm just not that type of person. I tend to leave them for 
forget them, lose them. So I will be the one to go out and buy a bottle of water. And recently I've been buying um, like electrolyte water or mineral water. Um, I have noticed a huge difference in my energy level when I am more hydrated with this type of water. I've lessened my caffeine intake and, and I'm drinking more water and I still have the same amount of energy. I really like how I feel um, instead of intaking just more and more caffeine. Exactly. And I, I have been noticing a much bigger difference, not necessarily between the type of water I'm drinking, but just being more mindful about my water intake that things are improving mentally and my energy is getting better because, you know, you and I are both constantly on the go all the time. And it's really easy to just forget. And I think a lot of people are in that same boat. Yeah. And I, uh, one other thing is that some people have told me like they don't want to be like too bloated or have too much water weight, but we have to remember that the way we lose fat um, is through our cells and through our water and through sweating and through um, urinating, right? And mm -hmm. getting it out of the body. So the only way to get rid of fat is by drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated and flushing it out of the system. And I could be wrong about my percentage, but it was like something between like 60 and 75% of the brain is water. Yeah. I so, mean, the body, I think, is what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I think it's specifically the brain yeah. centrally. So it's like, yeah, I mean, water intake is, of course, crucial. Let's move on to our final point. We're going to talk about mindful eating. And despite a busy schedule, trying to carve out time to eat mindfully without distractions um, is a practice that takes a lot of time. And you have to like, you really have to dig into what your hunger cues are. You have to actually enjoy your food. And then you also have to prevent overeating because there are times where it's like if you skip a meal or something, mm -hmm. then you overeat your calories on a certain meal. Um, let's kind of dig into that a little bit. Yeah, that absolutely happens to majority of the people. I know a lot of people say, well, I don't eat a lot at all. Like during the day, I just don't eat that much. And you know that can't be true, right? Like you're overeating at night um, in the hours and you don't, you're not taking that into account um, as far as how much you're eating during the day. So yes, mindful eating is super important. Having a set schedule and that's where everything else that we just talked about comes into play meal prepping grocery shopping setting yourself up for success is going to help you eat better and eat more mindfully absolutely and maintaining a healthy diet amongst a busy lifestyle doesn't really require an overhaul of your current routine it's just about taking baby steps yeah so what's one step that you would recommend someone today who has a really busy lifestyle what's the first step that they should take it just comes down to planning and we always talk about this and i i know it's so repetitive but planning is the first step because if mm -hmm. you can write it down and say tomorrow you know i'm gonna do xyz and you follow through check it off the list, and then the next day you repeat. And it's that simple. I know people are looking for a different answer every time, but- Everyone thinks that there's some hack or It's a really not. Everybody looks for a shortcut and there really isn't one. And I'm all about, I, I like writing it down, pen and paper. Um, you can always you know, type it out on your phone, whatever's easier for you. But I do find that when my clients and when myself, and I think you as well, write it down, mm -hmm. you're more likely to follow through. Exactly, and I like what you said about simplicity. I think it's, it's extremely easy to overcomplicate this, but, and I used to overcomplicate this even a year ago, and then now digging more into it, into nutrition and learning more about it and doing it myself, you realize that it's extremely simple, yes. but it's not easy. Yes, and some people find it boring um, to have this, this simple, consistent uh, food and diet, but I find it very satisfying, um, very convenient, and a lot easier to master that way. 100%. That's a good, great place to wrap things up. Let's kind of summarize everything. So first we went over master meal prepping, which is batch cook, prioritize protein first, um, and don't overcomplicate things. And 
figure out what kind of snacks that you actually like that you can have at a convenient area. Now we have strategic grocery shopping. We talked about how you can shop online now. And also we talked about specifically the stores you and I like to go to for finding certain food groups. Also, we talked about having an organized list and how designing that list is going to be very specific. So if you guys do need help, please reach out to us. We'd love to help you. It would be completely free. We'd love to help you get on that. Uh, number three, leverage kitchen gadgets. So we mainly talked about the air fryer, how convenient that is and how fast it is. It's definitely a lot cheaper than people think. And you can pretty much cook an entire meal in one sitting and then go watch TV while you're cooking. And then the fourth one is pay for convenience. We talked about uh, eating out and how you can actually save time by eating out and with a busy lifestyle. We also talked about having um, paying for convenience in terms of like prepackaged foods or vegetables, etc. At the end of the day, just remember that long-term change is consistency. So make your own strategies, make it part of your routine, and then witness the positive impact on your overall health and well-being over time. Has to be a while. Yes, try to at least do something for seven days straight. A lot of people can't even tell me that they consistently ate healthy for seven days in a row. Start there if you're looking for somewhere to start. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content like this. Follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and feel free to send us your questions there. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, good luck, have fun. Nailed, Nailed it. it.